The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. This portion of the show is brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, David Wilson, Celeste Middleton, Dana Womack, Emerson Williams, and Jeannie Allman. Air Coach's Corner, John Dinkins with you, and we've got Eagleville Coach uh, Chris Lynch here with us this uh, morning. And um, Chris, I know it's been kind of a crazy last couple of days with the weather and that kind of thing, but I guess if you're if you're looking at uh, the silver linings, um, you know, maybe one game missed, hopefully just one, and uh, you can keep moving on. Yeah, we would hope that. We have one today with Rockville, so uh, they haven't made a call on that one yet. Uh, I, w- I would say that about that's about a fifty-fifty shot, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I guess so. It's uh, you, you just never know what they're, you know, with the weather and the, the temperatures. It's supposed to warm up at least today, so we just have to wait and see. I would imagine there's going to be a huge crowd, and I think that'll probably be some of the you know situation there with the weather and uh, want to make sure everybody's safe uh, going to the game but uh, I would expect a huge crowd regardless of the weather yeah, I would think so I think it'd be a big big crowd and uh, you know it's something that Rockville's tried to organize Battle of 99 or whatever they want to call it so it'd be pretty exciting it's been a long time since the two schools have played yeah, that uh, that would have to go back way back. I, I would think, um, uh, maybe even before, believe it or not, even before me, at that point. Uh, but uh, I know there's a lot of excitement, and I think they're planning on having some uh, players from uh, uh, as many older players that they've had uh, in the past uh, involved in the, the ceremony today. Yeah, I think it's uh, they they've invited a bunch of people that used to play for Rockville and Eagleville, and going to do interviews and. You know, it's, it's a pretty neat idea. The uh, I guess um, we'll know sometime, I think, around noon today whether that game's going to be played. Let's talk a little bit about what's happened over Christmas because uh, we haven't had a chance to talk to you in a few a few days. Um, uh, got on a little bit of a roll here uh, in the last uh, two or three games. We did. We uh, First of all, our, our schedule, I feel like, has been very tough. We, we've played two single-A schools in Richland and Hampshire. The rest of our schedule has either been two, three, or four A schools. So we've really tried to, I, I don't know, We've. it's like you can't let your guard down and breathe, but, uh, you know, we, we have a very young team right now starting three sophomores and two freshmen. And um, it's been, you know, we, we're learning as we go. And went to the uh, Watertown Christmas Tournament and I guess they called it the Athlac Shootout, but it was in Watertown. And our first game was against Gallatin, which is a 4A school. And we were ahead of them at halftime by one and didn't shoot it particularly well in the second half, ended up losing by a few points. And then the next night we played Pearl Cone, who was uh, number five in the mid-state, so uh, in their double-A. I really thought they were bigger than that. I've always thought of Pearl Cone as a – much bigger school that's been around for a long time. and um, But we went in there, and we were up 12 at half, and 
you know, they, they made a big run in the second half and we ended up winning that one by four. Brindley Bain hit a big three with about a minute to play to put us up four from – we were up one in a really tight game. So that was a, a really big game for us. And then the next night we played White House, and that was a, that was a really tough game. Both of those teams were contrasting styles. Pearl Cone was very big, athletic, and fast. And then uh, White House was – uh, a little bit slower, and they were big. Had a really good inside post player, a really good point guard, and uh, we played, you know, good enough to win that game. So uh, then the next game we played at Community, which has always been a rivalry game. They used to be in our district for a very long time, and now that they've moved up to Double A, they've been doing really well in Double A. So um, we went over there, and it was a very tough game. The first quarter, Mia Thompson was really hot, and um, she ended up getting in foul trouble, but she scored seven in the first quarter and gave us a little bit of a cushion. And we kind of kept that just enough throughout the game, and it ended up being a one- or two-point game pretty much the whole time. And we ended up winning that one by four at Community. So those were three really good wins in a row. And, you know, we've had – Brinley Bain has really shot the ball well. She scored 27 against Pearl Cone, hit four threes. So she has uh, really elevated her game and just a phenomenal athlete. And scoring right along there with her is Eliza McLaren and scoring from the point guard spot. She scored 15 several times in those three games, and they're a tough 15 points. She uh, is doing it from inside and outside, hitting threes and taking it to the rim, getting to the free throw line a lot, while, all while handling the ball and having a positive assist to turnover ratio. So, And plus, she's a really good defender. So I've been really proud of her. And then uh, our other sophomore, Isabella Sawyer, has been right there in the double figure. She hit two big threes against Community Forest and played amazing defense on, on their best score and post player so um, you know we're not a very big team last year was the biggest team we've ever had and this year's the smallest team we've ever had as far as height is concerned i know you've got yeah go ahead uh, i just say before before the games usually we'll say girls they're bigger than us but we're quicker and our quicker has to be better than they're bigger so um you know not trying to uh back down from the competition level and the girls have responded for the most part and what I was going to say is our district is just unbelievable this year. We have um, Huntland which is ranked 6, Moore County's ranked 9, then you have Fayetteville who's been beating a lot of 4A schools and um, Cornersville's won four in a row so we're trying to get ready for our district but I don't know how you get ready for teams like Huntland, Moore County and Fayetteville and Cornersville. I mean they're they're just really good teams, and so we've, we've tried to get battle-tested and, and see what we can do with them. You know, when the season started, I know you were going to be a little bit smaller, and I knew also you were going to have to rely on some uh, younger players, uh, and it seems like, uh, for the most part, they've stepped up, and you mentioned Brindley, and uh, there are a couple others in there that uh, have uh, really kind of, um, I, I don't know, this little mini streak that you're on, and we hope it becomes a maxi streak, I guess, but... Uh, ten and five. I know you're feeling fairly good about it, but I know th- as tough as that district is, 
you got to come every night. And uh, sometimes with young players, that's not always a given, is it? Well, it's not. And two of the, I guess, when we're talking young, we're not talking sophomore. We're talking freshman here. So, right, right. Um, Brindley and me have been starting. Um, so they, you know, and they're competitors. They're, they're um, you know, they're athletic and they can play basketball, but they're competitors and they compete. And, um, you know, our other starters, Eliza and Shelby uh, Mooneyham, a sophomore, she last year had a role of coming in and she would just kind of stand in the corner and, and we would, you know, everybody would try to stop the inside game. We'd kick it out. Shelby would hit a three. Well, this year she uh, she is much more valuable than just hitting a shot. a shot. She has played really good defense and understands everything we're trying to do Shelby's a smart player, and you know, not to mention the fact that you still have to get out and you know contest her shots. But she made a really big uh, defensive play the other night against Community, and I pointed it out at practice uh, just how good her help side was, and I've been really proud of Shelby. And then you know, Isabella's our other sophomore starter, along with Liza McLaren, and that kind of leaves uh, one a girl that did start for about. Ten of our games is Alex Clare, and she's a junior, and she's been my first sub off the bench for the last four or five games, and she just provides a spark that she – not that she didn't do it when she started, but it seems like when I bring her in, and I can bring her in for any of the four girls, usually whichever one gets in foul trouble first, I'll you know, get her in, but she brings a really good spark off the bench, and – She's been very valuable for us, finishing around the basket and getting rebounds and running the break. So um, we're trying to find our roles a little bit. And uh, isn't it? It's a, it's always amazing to me that there's always seems to be like one that really does so well coming off the bench, and it's not a punishment. It's it's a it's a very important part of uh, team success, and they know their role, and then they come in and immediately, like you said, have a spark, and that she's one of them. Yeah, she is, uh, and, you know, she's had a great attitude. Because it's hard when you've been a starter for about five or six games and then your role is to come off the bench. And, and it's not it's not that she's permanently out of the starting lineup. Right. I feel like a lot of our matchups are uh, guard-heavy. And uh, she's, she's almost a guard, but she's, you know, more of a, a post player for us. And um, that's one thing that, that we've been able to stay in games um, it's because we have you know so many guards and they can handle it. So uh, that's really helped us out. And you know, I don't. We just we, we've had some games that have been tough, and I feel like teams have really stayed in Brindley's face. And I can tell they scouted us out pretty good. And know that she can shoot it, but it's been a while since we've had three girls average double figures. Uh, Brindley's at about fourteen, and. Eliza's at 13, Isabella's at 10, so, uh, and Mia's creeping up right around the 8 mark. So, um, you know, it, it's uh, it's nice when you have more than one option, and, you know, especially when you have two or three. So that's helped us uh, put together some, some pretty good wins against some pretty tough opponents. And Mia's definitely a scrapper, too. I mean, she goes after everything uh, when it comes to defense, too, and helping out. And did you feel like uh, you knew you were going to be young, but you did know that 
these youngsters are really talented too and i know that was in the back of your mind it just as a matter of when they were all going to click together i guess yeah they i've known that this group was going to be good for a long time now the group is not as big as it was of course the the sophomore group is the one that um they won a bunch of games in middle school and went to uh tmsaa finals and right the one, the TMS, I mean, the uh, James C. Hill, and there was 11 in that class, and it's down to three, the three that I mentioned uh, a few minutes ago. So, and, and it's for a lot of various reasons, and the latest one to leave was Cadence Chapman, and her dad got the job at Forest, so, of course, they had to move. And um, she was uh, another one of our <laughs> six-footers that, that left, and, Last year we had four girls over six foot. One of them was six three, and due to graduation and uh, other things like, you know, parents getting jobs, other schools, it's uh, we we lost all that. And now our our tallest player is probably five nine, and I'd say our starting average lineup's about five five. So we're very small, and but like I said, that height is good. But you know, being able to handle the ball and being able to shoot it is a lot of the game, too. Yeah, I, I know you've probably had some years where you wish you had uh, one shooter at least, and now you've got three of them, so three or four. So I know that's got to make a big difference. Uh, had, a, had a big win over community as well. I think I didn't mention that. I don't know if you did or not. but I, I, I think, Yeah, I did. Okay. And then uh, you've got a tough one coming up, um, and that's going to be at home. And then on Tuesday, after this game, Saturday, today, maybe? Uh, yeah, this Rockville game, I've watched them on film, and they're 13-2 and two for a reason. Uh, they're, they're, they're big, they're fast, they have shooters, they're athletic, they switch defenses. And, um, you know, it'd be a very tough game for us, but it doesn't get any easier. We, Depending on where we put this Fayetteville City game, there's a possibility we could uh, play Moore County, Huntland, and Fayetteville City in the same week. And oh, wow. That is uh, yeah. <laughs> not going to be fun. And, you know, we looked at a bunch of dates for the Fayetteville game, and we have not set one yet. But um, any way we do it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be tough. Those are some good teams. I know they've just finished beating Columbia here recently, and, and they have a bunch of wins. So that game was at Fayetteville, and it's always tough to win there. So, you know, it's going to be fun. And, I guess that's the way you want it. If you if you want to play it, I told Davey, I said, when we schedule, I said, it'd be nice to have a game where we don't have to play our very best every single night to get a win. And he kind of laughed. And, um, but, you know, it, it's good to play good competition. And, and I feel like we've definitely done that this year. Well, Chris, good luck today. If there's a game today, good luck against the Lady Rockets. And uh, I know that's going to be great for both communities and uh, – um, whether you, you know, maybe spend a little money in Eagleville and spend a little money in Rockville. So, you know, it's good for everybody. And uh, if not, I, I, are you planning on, if they do cancel that, will there be a rescheduling of that game? Um, I don't know. We're yeah. already we're already full. Um, it would just depend, really. We would yeah. see if there's a date that we can both do it. But, um, you know, makeups of non-districts right now kind of, yeah, they're not high on the priority list as far as you know if we're going to get backed up from our district schedule, which we already have started that. So uh, it would just depend, really. 
All right. Well, Chris, yeah, about it. yeah good luck to you, man. And, um, uh, have a great year, and uh, I know uh, I know some of those girls you're talking about, and um, you're at least you know you're in good hands with them because they are tough, tough girls. Yeah. And and you know I I mentioned all the girls, but also we added Michael McLaren to our coaching staff, which has been very beneficial, and um, he's joined me and Bobby, and I feel like um, those two have been very important to our team and and some of the success we've had. Uh, Michael brings a lot of knowledge and and I feel like Bobby is he he is a super smart basketball guy and also kind of keeps me calm on the sideline and um I don't know it's a good little staff and I'm you know very pleased with this year's team so not only the players but the coaches and um of course we've had the great fan support and all that so it's been a pretty good year so far a lot of experience on that bench with you, and uh, not saying they're old, but they are a little bit old, but, but a lot of experience. Chris, good luck to you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks. All right, that's Chris Lynch, the head coach of the Eagleville Eagles. And when we come back, it's Cougar Corner coming up here on News Radio WGNS.